So you want to know how to meditate? This is your master class. I'm going to explain meditation in three levels of difficulty. Let's begin. Level one. Let's begin by answering the question, what is meditation? Meditation is any time your attention is focused on something. What your attention is focused on is called your object of meditation. A good reason for meditating at this level and above is to calm a racing mind. For beginners, this object should be something external to the body, such as a large body of water, or a fire, or the sounds of birds chirping. Remember that every meditation is a continuation of your last, so it does not matter how long you meditate for. It could be at this level anywhere from 30 seconds to a couple minutes. You may sit, stand, or walk in any position that is most relaxing. Your mind may wander wherever it likes, but when you notice that it is wandering, calmly redirect it back to your object. A good time to meditate is in the morning or before a meal when your mind is low on energy. Set a timer on your phone and just let yourself breathe naturally for a good few minutes. Level 2. A good reason to meditate at this level and above is for control of unconscious habits and a deeper understanding of our subconscious. When you can absorb your attention so one-pointedly in your object that you momentarily lose sense of self, you have reached samadhi the union of the subject, you, with your object. In Samadhi, the subconscious is very vulnerable, which is why it is important at this level to pick an object of meditation that is free from the chaos of the world and is instead an object within your mind. You want to pick a thought or idea to be your object which you can relate to and has stood the test of time. Usually, this is a personification of a high ideal, your Ishta Deva personal deity. At this level, deities and gods are to be considered objects of meditation above all else. This is the main benefit of many polytheistic religions such as Hinduism. Their assortment of deities are not to be worshipped or believed in, but instead as divine objects of meditation which have served the test of time. This makes any of the deities in Hinduism excellent objects of meditations or Ishta Devas. For example, the personification of creation, Brahma, the personification of preservation, Vishnu, the personification of destruction, Shiva, or any of their other incarnations. In Buddhism, any of the Buddhas, or in Christianity, the Christ or Mother Mary. This is usually paired with a continuously recited chant, mantra, or prayer related to that personal deity. Level 3. A good reason to meditate at this level and above is for ultimate spiritual liberation, freedom from all mental suffering. At this level, your object should be so simple the mind cannot grasp it. This is pranayam, focusing of the breath. And by breath, I do not mean the physical inhalation or exhalation. This usage of the word breath comes from the fun fact that the word for soul and breath come from the same place, pertaining to a life force called prana or chi. This prana is not to be understood as some quintessential force, but is instead the simple direction and channeling of your awareness throughout your own mind and body. You may have inadvertently noticed this through certain bodily functions like yawning or sneezing, or in emotionally charged situations when you feel a shiver or tingling up and down your spine. These are moments when your awareness or prana is concentrated along certain pathways of your body called nadi. These nadis are not physical 
physical nor metaphysical, but are instead objects of meditation. They are average recurring pathways in which your attention likes to travel. The totality of these nadis is called your astral body and is intimately linked with your subconscious. The biggest nadi is your spine and for that matter the rest of your central nervous system. Your awareness or prana tends to concentrate itself upon certain junctions called chakras. There are 112 in total, but seven main ones. Again, these chakras are not physical nor metaphysical, but are instead objects of meditation. Our self-defense mechanisms of the ego tends to repress certain subconscious traumas, blocking the chakras. These chakras can be opened by unearthing those traumas and fears and working through them. You can think of the astral body as a network of information in your subconscious. Fears and traumas block certain pathways of information. Information. The chakras then are simply archetypal ideas, concentrations of fundamental information within your subconscious. Focusing on your actual breath while meditating, while guiding your awareness with that inherent flow of motion, will unearth these traumas and start untying the knots of your nadis. Oftentimes, working through this trauma can be extremely terrifying, which is why it is so important at this level to have an Ishta Deva fully incorporated into your subconscious. Having your Ishta Deva there will serve as mental reassurance as you unearth potentially countless lifetimes of trauma. When your nadis are untied and your chakras are free of blockages, the prana can now transform into its final form called Kundalini. At this point, the duality within you deconstructs and the marriage of the divine feminine and masculine energy reunites. This is the metaphorical marriage of Shiva and Shakti, sun and moon. Your consciousness ceases from identifying with your constructed identity and you experience no distinction between the self and the universe. This is moksha, liberation, arahantship, enlightenment, illumination, salvation. You have now freed yourself from the cycles of birth and death, freedom from all mental suffering, and true spirituality can begin. Short Cast Club.